Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect. We are OTTK. I'm Olivia. I'm Tamara. I'm Tasia. And I'm Caitlin. Last week we spoke about entertainment values, social messages, and censorship. This week we are talking about the author's choices throughout the book. So one of the author's choices that I liked the most was when she breaks the fourth wall in chapter 34. Um, Celestine's like sitting in the library and she's like stuck all day there because all her teachers are like, and we hate you. (laughs) I want to kick her out. And so she gets lost in like reading books and she breaks the fourth wall by saying, I want to reach into the page and tell the characters that I understand them, that they're not alone, that I'm not alone. That's... That is okay to feel like this. I just messed that up. That's okay. <laughs> um, I think that this is kind of like a weird... I don't know if the author was like intending to do this, mm-hmm. but it's kind of ironic because for us as readers, we don't want to be in Celestine's yeah. position. Like none of yeah, us want wants... her to be safe. Yeah, like <laughs> we don't want to be sitting <laughs> in a library all day by ourselves be because our teachers hate yeah. us or being flawed six times and and going through that pain so I think that's kind of ironic in a sense um so another kind of like thing that that our the author continued to do was like this roller coaster effect as I call it where it seems like it's like going really really slow up 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 and then it's like it's like bam and you just go down and everything goes downhill and it's like all this intense like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah. like with the stuff with um angelina and and, piano, like, and yeah like with yeah. all of that and then with bosco and his crazy act while celestine was getting branded like mm-hmm. all of those very intense and very like just kind of like this big moment happens and then it's like it's calm afterwards and then this big moment happens mm-hmm. and then it's mm-hmm. calm and I, I think that's just like a theme throughout the book mm-hmm. and yeah um but with that the author very much so like foreshadows in the calm moments to yeah. get to that big like oh my god everything's starting yeah. to make sense of why and this it, happened it like kind of keeps like I think we've said this in one of our past, like, podcasts, but it, like, keeps hooking the reader to make them want to read more. Mm-hmm. Like, in the calm moments, you're like, oh, my God, what, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Like, what is she going to do? What are the people around her going to do? Like, all of her conversations with um, Pia Wang. Yeah. Like, they kind of start off, like, neutral, and then they both kind of, like, feed off of each other, and they get, like, to these big arguments. And yeah, I, I agree. And I feel like, going off of what you guys said, um, like, at times, it feels like the book not gets boring but it's like it's just so like slow paced but then as a reader knowing that the author continues to do this over and over it's like okay you know something good is about to happen with what's happening right now so yeah so it's not like it's not boring it's just like it's kind of like a slow pace and then a fast pace and that but getting to that slow pace you know that there's gonna be like something to be something yeah crazy because how the the author has like gone throughout the book yes and off of that like (laughs) off of that the emotions that both the readers and like experience through the characters like I feel like the author really wants to hit home kind of 
talking back about what we first started with with the fourth wall like where we feel her emotion to the point where we don't even want to be in her position we feel bad for her and we want her to be okay but then at the same time we're like no i'm not trying to live your life (laughs) i know and so it's like it sucks because as teenagers i feel like it plays with our emotions and a fact of what if our world and society was like that what if we had to tiptoe because even though like some people might think that we're not very like kind or whatever some like just helping somebody on the bus and not being able to do that because they're a certain like what would you say like certain brand or class you can't help them like to us that just seems like for us that's very unmoral because we want like if we see a pregnant lady or an old person on the bus what do you you honestly think like you want to sit down yeah so Sorry, um, okay. I like thought of connection to like how you talk, talked about like young people and kind of how the author, I like how she, I guess brings in that young people can do like they can like start a revolution kind of like today like with all the I forgot her name, but the with young the, girl with the, all the survivor from the big Florida shooting yeah, yeah. some of like the shootings and stuff some of the kids who like spoke out and like were willing to be like hey we need to like put a stop to this yeah. And I feel like even though this book wasn't published, like, in the time that we're going through that, it very much symbolizes that the same. we do have that power, like Olivia was saying, and, the, and it is very much the same, and not to be afraid to, like, to speak out against what you think is wrong yeah. or do actions that are not, like, yeah. right, per se, yeah. in some people's eyes. So I feel like that is like the author's main reason and then why she does like certain choices in this book is and it really attracts young readers to to, be outspoken yes and to encourage them to to not be afraid and to not be like don't be silent yeah like make you know speak out every you have you have a voice and She's just using that through Celestine, where right now I, I don't, we're all at kind of like different points in the book, mm-hmm. but right now we kind of like we're starting to see Celestine like like stand up against yeah. like Pia or whatever. Because like, at first she's, she's getting the strength that yeah. she she her voice would have. Yes, her yeah, voice. very sarcastic or like <laughs> not like not something that you would think that Celestine would be in the beginning of the book. Yeah, like yeah. she was kind of timid and very like I'm a rule follower, and even she's like surprised in herself. Yeah, yeah. So I think that all leads to why the author does what she does is to attract you know the readers and to encourage them and yeah and that will be all for our episode today stay tuned for next week where we'll talk about themes and our final thoughts as we conclude on the book flawed by cecilia Ahern. we're ottk bye, bye. Yeah. Okay, I-